Welcome to the Walk the Talk on Sustainability podcast. This is Sustainalized Kerem's podcast where we dive into relevant sustainability topics to, uh, to know more or introduce uh, inspiring examples. My name is Nick Teruit. I'm partner at Sustainalized and ERM. We're live from the digital office. And today we're going to talk about strategy and how to get to a competitive strategy. I have with me my colleague who happens to have the same name and we also share a, a, a whole range of interests which make it really confusing for our colleagues to uh, to know each other but um, his, his name is Nick as well um, and he's our um, Cody Gakbo I think of the of strategy within our within our office um, and, and we have a very interesting uh, guest as well uh, Patricia Plus she's head of ESG office at NM Bank and also the CEO of Wangu uh, and she just went through a strategy <laughs> exercise, which is quite uh, interesting. Welcome, Bob. Maybe, maybe to kick off with uh, with you, Nick. Um, we, I think, we see an increase in uh, companies wanting to have a very bespoke sustainability strategy. Why is that? What's your view? Or your, your view on that? Yeah. So indeed, we see a lot of requests from clients, prospective clients, uh, to work with their sustainability strategy. And of course, every client is different, and some might want to focus on a specific topic, whereas uh, other organizations want to focus more on the commercial side of things. Uh, but I think we see three main reasons. First of all, governments, regulators, uh, supervisors, uh, new laws coming into force, really requiring companies to integrate sustainability in, uh, in their strategy. Uh, but also voluntary commitments. Uh, SBTI, for instance, or the NZBA, if we're talking about banks, uh, requiring banks to work with sustainability and uh, decarbonization. We see the market moving, yeah. simple market dynamics, so yeah. to say, uh, gas becoming more uh, expensive, solar becoming cheaper, which moves clients, which moves uh, their end clients, uh, but also clients and pressure groups sort of demanding more sustainable business practices yeah. and really changing the way they seek for products, services, uh, and I think that this is an interesting one, actually. Uh, investors, owners of companies, really did changing the way they assess their, their investments. Yeah. So not just financials, but also sustainability performance in, in the broadest sense of, uh, of the world. Interesting. So we might even say there's like a wave of professionalization, I guess. So yeah, definitely. You need to step up in, in this. So if we kind of pick up a strategy assignment, how does a typical strategy assignment go? Where do you start? Where do you roughly, roughly end? Never ends, of course, but... No, no, of course. Um, yeah, so usually we would do a bit of stock taking, mm -hmm. uh, see where the organization currently stands, uh, but also see what different individuals, different board members think of the ambition, think of, of the strategy. Uh, nowadays, especially now, CSRD is, is sort of enclosing us. We also do a lot of materiality analysis, yeah. double materiality, materiality analysis um, to really see where the potential impact of, uh, of the organization lies, uh, but also to, to lay the groundwork of, uh, of the strategy. Then we would usually start with ambition setting, um, seeing where the company wants to be, uh, what the purpose should be, set KPIs, uh, what, do we, what do you want to achieve, uh, when on the financial side, but especially also on the non-financial side. And then basically operationalize that into a governance, into a project, into a plan, into a roadmap, and also reporting, uh, which is where sort of the circle ends for uh, most of the clients. And then it kind of starts a new process at some point. Yeah, exactly. To, yeah. Uh, Patricia, you just went through such an exercise. Um, yeah. Why was there a need 
uh, in your view, to, to, to have a new or a sharp approach to sustainability? What, what was the view? Yeah, I think it's it's good to well uh, look back a bit on that. And um, it all started uh, when we started Vonu. Yeah. So I'm a CEO of Vonu, which is a green mortgage uh, provider of uh, NM Bank. And uh, we thought at that time everyone's working on sustainability. Uh, everyone is it's, it's top of mind. And uh, also within the bank, uh, just uh, go ahead and adhere to all commitments and uh, agreements that there are. And uh, well, working on Vonu, we I kind of expanded my interest uh, on uh, ESG in Always general good. and where are we uh, as a bank and uh, my conclusion was there are a lot of bits and pieces but we do not have one integrated approach. So in the summer of 2021, so fairly recently, uh, I reached out to our CEO and said okay, I don't think we're on the right track, it is not good enough if you want to adhere to every commitment uh, that we have. Uh, well, you can imagine first response. Uh, not, oh, not fully enthusiastic because we have one new, we're doing a lot of other things. What, what are we missing? Yeah. Um, and that's when we engaged with the ERM and uh, said, okay, let us at least have a second opinion on where we stand looking at regulatory uh, requirements and the commitments that we uh, have uh, engaged with as NN Group. Yeah. And that's where it started. So uh, we started just to t uh, take a picture of where do we stand, what do we need to do, and uh, what are the gaps, and work from there. And apparently there were gaps where you thought their acceleration was needed and there was something that needed to happen. Yeah. Can, can you bit explain what you found in terms of gaps and what, so why the need actually is to, to kind of have an umbrella approach? I think the, the main gap was the, at that time uh, not fully realizing that uh, it's an integrated approach which affects all elements of the bank. Uh, so if you look at risk, if you look at compliance, but also looking at product innovation and customer engagement, I think that awareness was not strong enough, and uh, that's where why we started the whole process in assessing where do we have, where do we stand, what do we need to do, and how do we uh, ensure that we're at least at par what we need to do. Let's dive into the deliverable later on. I'm, I'm curious to hear from you, Nick. Uh, listening to so you were uh, involved in, in making this picture. <clears throat> what in your mind um, was the diagnostic, and and what makes an end banks strategy unique or different from, from others? Yeah, I think I think where it started, and we see this with a lot of organizations, is that sustainability is generally, and nowadays less so, seen as a, as a very isolated, but also often a very specialist topic, mm -hmm. uh, which is not being addressed at every part of the business. And I think uh, the starting assignment we did, indeed, to get that picture of where the bank currently was, also gave us, uh, the team working with Anand, of course, uh, a good, good opportunity to really show the impact to the broader business, to also involve the business unit heads, uh, indeed the, the, the people managing the product side of the business to, uh, to show them where the impact was. Um, I think what I really find cool about the strategy is that it is very actionable. Um, it has something to do with the market, banks of course, uh, but also something to do with the way we integrate it. So making houses more sustainable, helping clients make sustainable decisions, that's very actionable, that's very uh, easy to target, no, well not easy to target, easy to frame, I think. Understand, uh, I guess. And to understand, yeah, 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 and I think it also made it very interesting for the whole business to, to work with it. Yeah, yeah, and hopefully quite impactful, because uh, how do you look at the strategy as it sits now? And, and I know it's it's publicly available, so people can read it up in the, in the report, and then bank, is that correct? Uh, 
Nick showed me, so <laughs> you, need, you, need, you need to trust me. Um, <laughs> it will be at least uh, updated uh, every year. this month because it's okay. uh, we will publish as a group and a group for the climate action plan. It's in there, yeah. Of which Anna Bank uh, plays a part of role with, uh, with the mortgage group that we have. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so it's uh, more or less publicly available. Things are always more or less. <laughs> um, but and how do you look at, at say the end product as it as it is now? What 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 do you what makes you happy or proud of what you have now? Well, if I look one year back and I see where we're heading now, it's a huge difference. So yeah. where we started with some skepticism here and there, well, we are doing a lot already, and uh, we have this fully covered. Um, you now see a realization of every department, uh, okay, we need to step up here. So we need to do additional things that we were already doing. If I look at reporting, if you look at uh, in, uh, innovation of, of, of uh, products, services, etc. Um, and the basis has really been laid by the whole process that we went through together with Iran. Uh, so I'm in that sense very proud of where we, where we are now compared to where we were uh, last, su- last summer. Yeah. If we dive deeper into, say, the topics you touch upon in the strategy. What, what are you after with, with the strategy? What, what does it good look like? What is the, the finish line? Yeah, so it's work in progress. So how does it look like? For now, I'm very happy that we at least made, made some choices. Where do we aim for and whatnot? And, and then we want to be an industry leader and uh, also in the area of sustainability. And we've indicated there are two areas where we want to make the difference for our customers. First of all is uh, customer empowerment. Yep. And so provide our customers insight to make more uh, better choices in their life. And uh, sustainability is one of them. Um, but it's also about uh, development of incomes, uh, etc. And the second part is climate and environment, naturally. Uh, we have to ensure that we help all our customers making the energy transition with their homes. And then bank is a very much mortgage-focused uh, bank. So uh, different from perhaps other banks, I think uh, the vast more than 80% of our balance sheet consists of mortgages. There you go, that's a good story. Uh, do you agree with Nick that it's very actionable? Do you already see some response from the organization that people feel themselves connected to the strategy and want to work within it, or customer feedback, or whatever? If you see what potential we're unleashing now, which energy we are unleashing now, because yeah. it's such an interesting topic and so relatable for everyone within our organization. I mean. Uh, just look at how people are currently reacting to the energy prices. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so everyone is trying to, to see, okay, where can we uh, save energy, save money, because uh, that's the main trigger uh, at the moment, uh, and how can we still live a life that's comfortable enough. And uh, uh, So what we see in the whole organization is, is, is a huge interest in this, uh, in this topic, to see, okay, how can we make it happen for our clients, and hence how can we also learn for ourselves uh, where, where to improve. Right. You you are uh, CEO of Bondi, and um, so you were connected to the topic already to a certain extent. What did you learn from the from the process going forward? Did did you learn anything? Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> well, for my role as a, as a, the CEO of Bondi, I learned that it's uh, well. I started with the idea: okay, glaciers are melting. Yeah. We, need, we need to come into yeah. action. Yeah. And uh, uh, and I was thinking a lot of people were on the same page with that. Uh, but through the process, I learned, okay, the main trigger for people, and, and maybe that's also logical, is money. Yeah. Uh, and uh, how can I save money? How, what is my return on investment in the things that I'm doing? So that's what I learned uh, from the whole process. Uh, 
we need a stick to sometimes to make things happen, and that can be on one hand regulation, uh, where we well we have a lot of things to uh, adhere to uh, in the near future, already, but also uh, even more in the near future with CSRD, uh, for example. Um, but uh, uh, the stick is also the energy crisis. It's uh, in that sense, I think, a blessing in disguise for everyone because it's more urgent than ever. I mean, if you don't feel the urgency because of generic climate change, then uh, people do feel the urgency now because it affects the, uh, their wallets. Yeah, the wallets, but the disposable income, yeah. Yeah, yeah so Nick, we have nice clients and we have nicer clients always. Um, and nicer clients are those, obviously, who want to make it back. We want to make it back. Um, it feels like we have, we're able to do some things with an ad How do you in this situation? Yeah, well, that's a cool one, actually. Um, I do think this is one of the nicer clients, obviously. I do think that's also nice on the personal level. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, also on a personal level. I think that is always uh, that is always important uh, when we're working with clients, obviously. Uh, but also with the not-so-nice clients, we still need to make an impact. Uh, like I said, it's a very relevant topic. Yeah. It helps the bank, it helps the bank's clients, but it also energizes me and the team we worked with uh, to really put put our best efforts into into the project, and like I said, this is a very tangible subject: sustainability, uh, energy prices, but also financial health, uh, the social side of things. So that's really an energizer, yeah. I think. Yeah. So and and typically, so now we have delivered a strategy. It's it will be open soon. Uh, I saw it in the annual report. Um, uh, what are typical next steps after you have such a framework or the product approach? Yeah, so there, is, there isn't really um, like a set amount of years or a validity uh, on, on the strategy, of course. I think the next logical step would be to, to operationalize everything into programs, projects, set a roadmap for each topic, uh, but also, and I think especially for the banking industry, this is important, to show progress, uh, to really show that you're putting your best foot forward and really show clients, show the uh, the government show the general public that you're achieving your targets, yeah. the targets that you've set. So that's transparency, uh, and I guess embedding maybe, uh, getting every heart, all hearts and minds in the same direction, I guess. is. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. And there's there's multiple ways to, to do that. Culture, yeah. obviously, is an important one. Yeah. Engage people, um, offer them education, offer them training to really service, uh, service their clients. Um, governance and bet the right KPIs with the right people with uh, the right business lines, yeah. uh, but also develop or integrate the strategy into the business model. Offer clients projects, uh, products, services that address both the issues of sustainability and, in this case, help them uh, manage their financial situation. So how do you look at the GCI? Um, and, uh, your, uh, your ambitions, maybe, or maybe those of NM Bank? What, what, are, what can we expect next of, of you or Ed or NM Bank? Yeah, I think uh, so. We first laid the foundation, yeah. that knowing where are we now and uh, what do we, uh, well, what is the task at hand? Also, towards net zero. And uh, what we're doing now is uh, deep diving in everything uh, we have in the roadmap and developing a, uh, a very tangible customer engagement strategy. Uh, so how can we help really help our uh, customers to, by means of platforms, by means of uh, products, services, uh, inverting in them on uh, making the energy transition. Um, so that's where we are now. And uh, yeah, it's fun to do so. Interesting journey, interesting journey. Time, time flies as it goes when you're having fun. Um, seeing this every time. Um, 
But maybe to wrap up, before we wrap up, um, I'm interested to hear two or three tips uh, from you on how to, to if, if companies are hesitating to accelerate, professionalize, how to, to start, two or three tips, maybe from you, you make it enough to wrap up with, uh, wrap up with the petition. Yeah, um, I have two suggestions, I think. First of all is you can never do it alone. Yeah. It's not a sales pitch for me, but it really is an invitation to invite other parties uh, NGOs, uh, education um, organizations to really think along, yeah. to offer input, uh, you already have to do so with materiality analysis, but why not do so when you're developing your strategy, when you're disclosing your, uh, your performance? Yeah. And the second suggestion is really think about governance, not just the project governance, but also the final governance, uh, i.e. who is going to own what part of the strategy, yeah. uh, but also let people feel ownership of targets. Yeah. That's, uh, that's key, I think. I, I hear what you said, I think so as well. And for you, Patricia, if you would give two, three tips to our listeners on the, yes. your, your own process. Yeah, yeah, I would, uh, my first would be uh, take it step by step. Yeah. And uh, because, uh, I mean, except that everyone is on a different level uh, when you start with a topic, really looking at it in an integrated way. Um, that's and that's also what we did. We took it step by step with the whole mentor team of Enden Bank. So we approached everyone individually. What are your thoughts? What are your uh, ambitions? Um, and then try to well, at least lay the puzzle all together. Um, and buy in from it as well. And have the buy in indeed, uh, because you went through that process. And that step by step also applies to the product, services, and the employees because it's step by step. So you you, you start with a group of front runners. Uh, okay, how can we address this? Which uh, capability build-up should we focus on, and uh, and then help them uh, to develop the products towards customers, which needs to go step by step as well. And looking at our book, which is mortgages, um, some houses are easier uh, to uh, to transition than others. So also there, take step by step the whole. Eat the elephant pieces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And it's a huge elephant. <laughs> it's a huge elephant. It's quite a big one. Maybe it's yeah. more than one even. <laughs> thanks both for, for joining me in this, this podcast. Thanks. And, and, and good luck, of course, with the journey. Uh, and thank you, listeners. Um, this is one of the last ones, actually, uh, where we have the Walk the Talk instead with the podcast. I will step down as a host to make room for what we call the next generation. So we'll be the, the consultants uh, at Sustainalized ERM picking their own topic, being the host. Uh, with their own guests uh, and dive deeper in topics. And now, hopefully, hopefully, I'm applying now for being a guest sometime in one of those podcasts. Uh, but please stay tuned, we'll wrap up this series in 2022 as well, where um, one of those next gen consultants will be interviewing on the highlights of this podcast series. Thank you, listeners, and we hope to speak and listen again. Thank you. Bye bye.